Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who is ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be, stop making excuses, and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. If you're ready to liberate your true self and up-level all areas of your life and business, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about transforming your drama in relationships into your dharma. This is about discovering the true purpose of relationships in your life so that you can open your heart and experience more love in your relationships. Relationships are really our greatest container for transformation. Every relationship in your life, whether it's romantic or a friendship, a relationship with a family member, a client, it brings you the opportunity to find a deeper relationship to your own true purpose. In our relationships, we have the opportunity to deepen into our core stability and to see our unique genius and gifts expressed in our relationships. In the Gene Keys, there are three different sequences. And the second sequence is known as the Venus sequence. And this is what really helps guide us through this process of healing the wounding around our heart that occurred in childhood so that we can live and lead more open-heartedly and discover the true purpose and power of relationships in our lives. The first sequence in the Gene Keys Golden Path is the activation sequence. And this is about unlocking your four prime gifts and grounding you in the physical plane. Once you have unlocked your four prime gifts, you come to the Venus sequence. And this is really the heart of your hologenetic profile of the golden path. And I believe that the Venus sequence is really the most important work that we can individually do to become a beneficial presence on the planet. Because so many of us are leading from our wounded inner child. So many of us are making decisions and acting from a space of wounding. We're acting out of alignment. We're acting from our non-self themes. The final sequence is known as the pearl sequence. And this is about unlocking prosperity through service and simplicity. The pearl sequence can seem really attractive especially when we haven't gone through the Venus sequence, because we see this idea of prosperity, but not fully understand what prosperity means, because we're coming at it from the perspective of our wounded inner child, because we haven't done the inner work to heal that wounding around our heart, so that we can be entering the pearl sequence 
from a space of open heartedness. This space of open heartedness is required in order to unlock the pearl, which is the harvest at the center of the pearl sequence. So today I want to talk about the first two spheres in the Venus sequence and the pathway that connects them, which is known as the pathway of Dharma. The first sphere is known as your purpose. And this is actually the last sphere in the activation sequence. And now it's the first sphere in the Venus sequence. But now we're looking at the sphere of your purpose from a different perspective. The second sphere is the sphere of attraction. And the pathway that connects these two spheres is called the pathway of Dharma. When you begin to contemplate these two spheres and the pathway of Dharma, you'll begin to understand the true meaning and purpose of relationships in your life. And you'll begin to witness the shadow patterns that continue to attract into your reality the same types of relationships. And once you begin to bring awareness to those patterns and transform them, you'll begin to attract more high vibrational experiences, relationships, and opportunities into your life. You will be able to unlock your dharma and deepen into the true purpose of relationships in your life. The first sphere in the Venus sequence is the sphere of your purpose. Like I said, now we're taking a different look at your purpose and exploring your purpose in relationships. Often we can see the purpose of relationships in our lives as something that we get something from, something that brings, you know, more happiness, more love, more fulfillment, more security. However, sometimes we really need to turn inward deeper into ourselves to really uncover the true purpose of relationships. Once you've gone through your activation sequence, you begin to understand that your true purpose isn't something external. It's not really about something that you're here to do, but rather something you're here to be. It's a quality of consciousness. So the purpose of all of your relationships is to enhance the quality of your life. But this isn't through getting something out of relationships, but rather giving the highest expression of your purpose to your relationships. So you want to look at the city of the gene key that's in the sphere of your purpose. This is going to really tell you the quality of consciousness that you're here to bring to your relationships. When relationships can become the most challenging, this is really when you have the greatest opportunity to transform the shadow of your purpose that's holding you back from unleashing the gift quality and allowing it to emerge in your relationships. What's so beautiful about the Venus sequence is that it shows us that our relationships can be transformed with just one person. You doing this work to transform the shadow and release the gift in your relationships will completely transform your relationship regardless of if the other person is doing this work alongside you. The line of your purpose mirrors your behavior in relationships. So let's go through the six lines. Line one represents the anchor and at the shadow frequency, it's the loner. So the repressive tendency here is not standing up for yourself. The reactive tendency is forcing your point of view. If you have a line one, your main block is going to be that you are driven by your need to be secure. 
your highest potential in relationships is that your confidence makes others feel secure. For line two, you are the natural. And at the shadow, this can be the accuser. The repressive tendency here is burying your head in the sand. The reactive tendency is responding with angry outbursts. So your main block is being unaware of the effect that you have on others. Your highest potential in relationships is going to be your easygoing nature that allows everyone around you to relax. If you're aligned three, this is the adventurer or the escape artist. The repressive tendency is diverting attention away from yourself. The line three can be very slippery. They don't like to be locked down and be committed to things. The reactive tendency is creating emotional drama. And the main block for line three is running away from making commitments to yourself. Your highest potential in relationships is that your enthusiasm for life is contagious. If you're aligned for, you're the nurturer or the politician. The repressive nature here is being emotionally numb. The reactive nature is cutting off others in a cruel way. Your main block is going to be that you can reject others before they can reject you. Your highest potential in relationships is that your generous spirit allows others to accept themselves. If you're aligned five, you are the leader or the victim. The repressive nature here is being lost in self-pity. The reactive tendency is making others feel like the victim. The main block here is creating a web of illusion that keeps you trapped in your own mind. Your highest potential in relationships is that your practical mind makes you a strong leader. If you have a line six, you are the visionary or the judge. The repressive tendency is being uninterested or aloof. The reactive tendency is disempowering others through intellect. Your main block is going to be that you exclude yourself from others through your judgment of everything and everyone. You can often feel like you are above or superior to others. Your highest potential in relationships is that your trust in life helps others to learn to trust themselves. Now, I want to mention here that you can still do this work, even if you are not in a romantic relationship, even if you're not in an intimate relationship. So if you're single, you can actually look at all of your relationships and put those at the center of your life. So your friends, your family, your clients, people that you come into contact with daily, each relationship in your life is precious, sacred, even the ones that feel challenging. As you move through the Venus sequence, you can clearly see how your past relationships have unfolded according to the patterns of your wounding. And you can work deeply within your own heart to heal this wounding. I am currently not in a romantic relationship and I have done this work with the Venus sequence and have found it incredibly healing in my relationships with my family and my relationships with my clients. In February of this year, my best friend Lucy and I embarked on a journey of contemplating two gene keys each week and then sharing our insights and lived experiences with these archetypes on Clubhouse. That was 32 weeks ago, and it's been the most life-changing experience that has transformed my entire perspective and the way I interact with the world. Saying yes to devoting ourselves each week to unlocking the wisdom of these keys has taught us the power of turning within and discovering the true meaning of surrender. 
through this journey over the past 32 weeks, we've noticed our tendency to get stuck in the shadow frequency instead of holding space for the gift and the city to become realized. Choosing to focus on the gift frequency without bypassing the shadow has allowed us to discover more core stability even in turbulent times. This shift in perspective has called us to create a new sacred container where you will learn how to become a steward of the earth through embodying the 64 gifts. Introducing Gifts of Gaia. This is a membership community that is devoted to embodying the gift frequency of the gene key that is activated by the earth's transits. In Gifts of Gaia, we will be meeting every Monday to discuss the gift frequency of the gene key that is being activated by the earth so you can be grounded in the well of wisdom within you. Each week, you will leave feeling uplifted and empowered to take inspired action as you share these gifts with the world. You will feel more grounded in your purpose and have a deeper understanding of all 64 of the gene keys archetypes. We will also be synthesizing wisdom from human design and gene keys in our conversation about each of these 64 archetypes. This process will give you a better understanding of the gates, channels, and gene keys than simply reading about them from the textbook. All calls will be recorded, so even if you can't attend the calls live, you'll still be able to receive the medicine of the transmission by watching the recording. With this online community element, you'll also be able to ask questions in between calls and connect with others who have the same keys. The initiation of Gifts of Gaia begins on October 11, 2021, with the 51st Gene Key of Awakening. Join now to receive exclusive bonuses that are only available if you enroll before September 20th. I can't wait to see you inside Gifts of Gaia, so together we can become a beneficial presence on the planet. The pathway that connects your purpose to the next sphere in the Venus sequence, which is the sphere of your attraction, this pathway is called the pathway of Dharma. And in the Venus sequence, it describes Dharma as pointing to us receiving every relationship and interaction or event in our lives as the perfect stimulus for growth, both emotionally and spiritually. So your Dharma is the subtle current of the evolutionary impulse as it moves like a great underground river beneath your life. The central theme of Dharma is one of trust. Can we trust everything that occurs and embrace it as a hidden gift? The pathway of Dharma connects the two most important unconscious gates with the most powerful feminine archetypes in your chart. So here we have the mother archetype from your unconscious earth and the eldest daughter archetype of your unconscious moon. This deals with unconscious motivations in relationships. This pathway is about transforming your drama into your dharma. We're using relationships as our greatest teachers and the path to lasting transformation. So whenever there is drama in your life, you begin to see it as the place of the greatest potential and magic. And instead of avoiding or ending the relationship or reacting from a place of wounding, you lean into that and you uncover the true meaning, you uncover the transformation that is available to you through really starting to allow, accept, and embrace 
the shadows of your purpose and your attraction. What we're working with here is unconscious energy. The sphere of your purpose comes from your unconscious earth, and the sphere of your attraction comes from your unconscious moon. So these patterns are likely going to be ones that take a little bit longer for you to bring awareness to. This is where relationships can really help to bring this out because you'll be able to see these patterns mirrored in your relationships. If you're single, you'll be able to start seeing this in your relationships with your family, with your clients, with people in your everyday life. And you can even begin to examine past relationships and how these patterns showed up in the past. When you bring awareness to these patterns, this is how you transform them. We cannot transform what we are not aware of. And this is why the first step in working with our shadows is to allow. This is bringing awareness to the pattern. We start to allow it in and start to bring our attention and our awareness to it. And then we begin to accept it. We begin to see that running from it, hiding from it, avoiding it, ignoring it, only deepens our suffering. So when we accept it, we take that responsibility. This is all about taking responsibility for your shadow patterns and relationships so you can unlock the gift and find lasting transformation and true fulfillment in each of your relationships, even the ones that are the most challenging. The second sphere in your Venus sequence is known as the sphere of attraction. Like I said, this comes from your unconscious moon. And this is the location of your attractor field. And this is a magnetic force that works through your life to attract the people and relationships to you that will help you fulfill your dharma, that'll help you unlock your unique path and your karma, your deepest transformation. This sphere also represents a sexual wound. It may take some time for you to see how this key fits into your life and how the gene key and line influence many areas of your life, especially in relationships. With this sphere being in your unconscious moon, it's really important that when you're pulling your chart, you know your specific birth time. The moon is going to be the placement in the chart that moves most frequently. So if you don't know your exact time, then you could potentially have the wrong gene key and the wrong line placement. If you don't know your exact time, you can put in a few different times and you can contemplate which of the lines and which of the gene keys resonate with you the most. The sphere of your attraction also reveals one of the secrets to manifestation which is that it's not about asking for something in the future, but finding the depth and splendor of what you have right now. So when you can come into deep gratitude and full appreciation of what you have in your life right now, you actually begin to attract more. This is one of the paradoxes of manifestation, is that we can't be approaching manifestation from a place of lack or scarcity or feeling like we're not already whole or complete. When we approach manifestation from a place of wholeness, a place of gratitude, a place of love and appreciation for everything that we have, and already feeling whole and complete, we attract more of what we actually desire. The line of your attraction is related to your sexuality and your sexual wounding. Line one, the keynotes are 
sterile, fertile, empty, and wholesome. The shadow consciousness of this line is depletive rather than abundant. The higher frequency is about opening up your heart to life rather than blaming relationships. It's about seeing the wholeness of a person. Line two, the keynotes are lust, passion, inadequate, and liberated. Lust is a blend of sexual desire and fear. It uses sex as a weapon against fear or as a distraction from fear and discomfort. This comes from a deep core fear of being inadequate. Once a fear is seen and accepted, lust can be transformed into passion. Line three, the keynotes here are promiscuity, playfulness, melodramatic, and adventurous. The shadow shows up as promiscuous or blocked off, which always leads to melodrama in relationships. This line often creates a complex life with many broken relationships and disappointments. The moment you see the pattern, you stop being a victim to it. You can stay in a relationship for the adventure of healing. To heal your heart, you need to be in a relationship that is accepting of vulnerability. Line four, the keynotes are frigidity, romance, distant, and intimate. The shadow is about being emotionally distant and unavailable. You allow the tasks of everyday life to rob you of joy. A healthy fourth line expresses love through words as well as their physicality. It's through this line that the great words of love come into the world. Line five is entrapment, sensuality, manipulative, and masterful. The repressed version becomes a victim to low self-esteem, which can lead you to becoming obsessed with pleasing others at your own expense. The reactive nature uses sex to manipulate others. A healthy fifth line learns how to set clear and healthy boundaries. Sexuality becomes sensuality and is vivacious without being misleading and is playful without being seductive. The sixth line, the keynotes are disappointment, innocence, resigned, and ecstatic. The shadow here is experienced as a deep sense of disappointment and not feeling capable of your desires. You may lose hope in being able to connect with someone in the way that you desire. When you open your heart, you allow your partner to love at the level that they are currently capable of, and you can use non-love to create more love. If you're interested in diving deeper into the Venus sequence, I'm going to link in the show notes the online course from genekeys.com where you can learn from the source Richard Rudd who created the Venus sequence. You'll be able to learn from him and unlock the wisdom that is within this incredible body of work. I really believe that this is the deepest work that we can do individually in order to fulfill our dharma and become a beneficial presence on the planet. I would love to hear how this episode resonated with you, what your biggest takeaways are, and if there's anything specific that you would love for me to do an episode on, I would also love to hear from you as well. So send me a message on Instagram and I would love to connect with you there. And I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 
My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.